We all have a set of guiding principles. The preconceptions and generalizations regarding fundamental issues of one's life and of the entire world. No matter where we go, no matter what we do, we tend never to abandon our beliefs. These are things Prospector believes on Rock 107. The more bumper stickers on a car, the less time I want to spend talking to the driver. The Toothberry is stealing money from me to pay for all those teeth he gets. Artificial intelligence is almost as dangerous as people who artificially believe themselves to be intelligent. Well, now we know the reason he turned out the way he did. That was Things Prospector Believes on Rock 107. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Iconic Prices right host Bob Barker died at the age of 99 over the weekend. Sad news, obviously, unless you're a dog or a cat. Researchers say being an optimist might make you live longer. So more bad news for Arizona Cardinals fans. As previously mentioned, Price's Right host Bob Barker died at age 99. His funeral will include a portion where guests estimate how much the coffin costs and the closest guest gets a new washer dryer. It's 60 minutes meets gone in 60 seconds. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. You ever try to avoid certain situations because, well, they're awkward? Only to see other people in those situations and they look completely unfazed. If that's you... This is for you. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Americans are split on whether like making eye contact with someone they don't know is awkward. But there are certain daily events that are totally cringe no matter who you are. Like anything from today's list of the top five common situations that are definitely awkward. Here we go. Number five, matching with your spouse on Tinder. Top five common situations that are definitely awkward. Number four, getting aroused during your prostate exam. Number three, explaining why mommy and daddy are wrestling when your kid wakes up in the middle of the night and opens the bedroom door. Top five common situations that are definitely awkward. Number two, someone you know pulling up next to you while you picked your nose. And the number one common situation that is definitely awkward, CVS announcing your Viagra is ready. There you have it. I'm going to tell you to suck it. Hey, I'm Rock 107's Prospector, and relax. I'm talking about straws. Let's talk about straws, those little cylindrical wonders that you jam into your drink like you're performing a mini sword fight with your beverage. We've all been there, right? You're in some hipster joint, you order some artisanal kale smoothie, and they hand you a paper straw that looks like it's been through a blender before it even touches your lip. But look, I guess it's all in the name of saving the planet, right? But really, in the name of saving us, we call it saving the planet. But let's be honest, the planet's going to be fine. We want to keep living. We're selfish that way. Well, hold on to your reusable tote bags, because I've got some news about those supposedly eco-friendly paper straws. There was a study. You know, the kind of study that gives scientists an excuse to play with straws all day, while the rest of us are out here trying to be adults. This study found out that paper straws might not be the Earth's knight in shining armor that we thought they were. Turns out 90% of them, those paper straws, the ones they tested, had forever chemicals in them. 
Now, what a forever chemicals prospector. Really like something you'd find in a sci-fi movie, right? Like, oh no, Captain, these forever chemicals are taking over the ship. No, these are real. They're actual chemicals and they're linked to health issues like cancer. Yeah, that's right. You're sitting there sipping away on your trendy kale smoothie, thinking you're being all healthy. And meanwhile, your body's getting pelted with forever chemicals from that good old, good-for-the-planet paper straw. You know, just to keep you on your toes. This is the kind of law of unintended consequences stuff I love. You want to do something to make things better, but whammo, not so fast, it's going to make something else worse. Now, before you toss that paper straw out the window and go back to chugging from plastic, hold on a second. Because the study didn't spare the plastic straws either. 75% of plastic straws also had forever chemicals lurking around. It's like you can't win, right? You want to do the right thing. Be environmentally conscious. Help the universe. And then the universe is like, nah, uh-uh, buddy, ain't going to work. So what's the silver lining in this sea of chemically infested sipping tubes? Stainless steel straws. Yeah, those shiny, reusable beauties that cost like $1,000 that'll outlive us all. Stainless steel draws are the only type that didn't give the lab coats a reason to raise their eyebrows. They're like the Avengers of the straw world. Strong, indestructible, and capable of saving the day without any hidden nasty surprises for your health. But I mean, come on, let's be real. Who's going to carry around a stainless steel straw in their pocket? It's like you're trying to start a conversation about climate change every time you take a sip. Oh, what's that, Bob? You're still using a plastic straw? Wow, way to murder the planet, Bob. In the end, it's like everything in life. There is no perfect solution. We're all just trying to do our part, even if it means dealing with the side of forever chemicals with our smoothies. So next time you're handed a paper straw, just remember, you might be getting a dose of the apocalypse along with your ice latte. Stay thirsty, my friend. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A five-year-old kid in Seattle opened up a lemonade stand to raise money for fire victims in Maui, and he ended up raising over $17,000. His name is Edison Jewell. He and his parents went on a vacation to Hawaii this year, so when he heard about the fire, he wanted to help. All the money is going to the Maui Strong Fund. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. I would need them if you paid me a million dollars, so I get why I never noticed this. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Here's a weird thing you probably never noticed. Someone on TikTok pointed this out. Jars of pickles almost never have the word pickles on the label. It doesn't actually say the word pickle anywhere on here. Some comments said it's because pickling is the process, not the food. But the word pickle itself is specifically defined as pickled cucumbers, so that's not it. So what is the reason? The FDA has something called Standards of Identity, or SOIs. SOIs are guidelines that certain foods have to meet, like what ingredients a food must contain, portion of ingredients, and even production methods. Pickles have to meet the FDA's standards for acidified foods. So either their pickles don't meet the standards, or they decided that if they just left the word pickle off the packaging entirely they'd be able to avoid violating the numerous regulations no matter how they change okay that might be a leap in logic maybe there's another not nefarious reason that most big brands like clausen and vlasic have things like kosher dill spears or, or bread and butter slices but the word pickle is nowhere to be found and tiktok of course is calling it picklegate People have been offering up those explanations, like the theory that you have to have a specific ingredient to be a pickle. Uh, one person even joked it has to be uh, from the pickle region of France, which I love. 
None of those are right. Someone asked the big pickle brands to comment, and the real reason is they just don't think it's necessary. It's a glass jar. You can see the pickles inside. Vlasic said there is limited space on the label, and they prefer to, quote, clearly communicate the form and flavor inside each jar, end quote. Klaus said and other brands basically said the same thing. Now, Grillo's Pickles is the only big brand that does use the word pickles on its jar. Their VP of branding said he never even noticed the other companies shy away from it. Look, maybe they're just saving letters for Scrabble enthusiasts out there. They may have to start using bunk desks. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. The Hanover Area School District's got a big problem. I saw this on the Citizen's Voice Online. Rising enrollment in overcrowded classrooms. Superintendent Nathan Barrett's got to be like, we got more kids. We definitely need more space. Yeah, no kidding, Nathan. I mean, unless you're planning on teaching these kids how to levitate, you're going to need some extra chairs, right? They've got a total enrollment of 2,317 students now. That's like a small army of tiny humans. I bet the calf feels like a battlefield during lunchtime. And get this, the consultants they hired, they're analyzing the enrollment, trying to figure out how much space they need. Can you imagine that? The consultant walking around with a tape measure. Oh, going to need at least five more inches of leg room in here. Each of the elementary school buildings is at 112% of capacity. Yeah, that's like trying to fit 14 people in a phone booth. I can picture the teacher at the front of the class. I'm just trying to teach math and little Timmy's backpack is practically smothering her. The junior senior high school for grades 6 through 12 is at 90% capacity. That's not too bad, right? But then I read that the Department of Education recommends 80 to 85% capacity for secondary schools. Man, the Department of Education must have never seen teenagers with their oversized backpack and their too cool for school attitudes. Barrett's talking about being proactive, like they're preparing for an alien invasion or something. We got to build, man. What if we have an additional boom of kids? Because clearly the population explosion is coming from some hidden kin factory and it's about to unleash a bunch of new recruits. Don't even get me started on the new teachers they hired. Eleven of them. Seven are replacing retirees, which is like the circle of life for teachers. But they also apparently got four special ed teachers because they have got a growing special needs population. I can picture the job interview. Can you handle a room full of rambunctious kids? Well, I once had to wrangle a herd of wild elephants, so I'm probably up for the challenge. But you know what? Let's give it up for the Hanover Area School District. They're the pioneers of educational Tetris, fitting kids in the classroom like it's a game. I could just see Superintendent Nathan Barrett on the loudspeaker. All right, kids, today's lesson is geometry. Try not to overlap so much as we cram you into the class. What's a yambag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Yambag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. The NFL season's just around the corner, and while it's really fun to attend games, you might not be able to afford season tickets without robbing a few banks. Like this guy. A 29-year-old man in Kansas City named Xavier Babater is a super fan of the Kansas City Chiefs. He goes by the name Chiefaholic online. Well, Chiefsaholic was just indicted on three counts of armed bank robbery, one count of bank theft, and 11 counts of money laundering, oh, and four counts of transporting stolen property across state lines. He was arrested last month and linked to eight robberies during a nine-month span last year. He'd rob banks, launder the money through casinos in the Midwest, then use the new funds to attend chief games. The authorities believe Chiefaholics got away with more than $80,000, 
For what it's worth, his lawyers say he's innocent and will be, quote, redeemed in the eyes of his supporters, admirers, and the Chiefs' kingdom, end quote. Nominee number two. It's good to know that only the most level-headed people are in charge of us as we are hurtling helplessly through the sky. A United Airlines pilot is facing charges after he used an axe to attack a wooden parking arm at the Denver airport this month. His name is Kenneth Jones and he's 63 and it happened back on August 2nd, but security footage just came out. He was in an employee parking lot. I guess they tend to have long lines. For whatever reason, he also had an axe in his trunk, so he grabbed the axe and started chopping. He took 23 swings before the wooden arm finally fell off. Two airport employees caught up with him and wrestled the axe away. Then cops arrested him in a nearby field. He told them he just hit his breaking point. United said he's been put on leave while they do an internal investigation. Normally, he's ready to fly large jets like 767s that seat around 200 people. He's due in court next month to face criminal mischief charges. The airport says he caused around $700 in damage. And the winner is... The Kansas City Chiefs superfan who robbed banks so he could afford to attend the games. Hey, you know they're on TV, don't you? You're the yam bag of the day. And we'll move on to Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day, weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.